And this is another episode of the Sartorio and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I am your host, Webster Style. Now, I am a a man of a certain age, and with that, there are kids programming that I just don't get. I, I just don't comprehend. They are very much not similar to the things that I grew up with, even the things that were that debuted or that came out during my teenage years. But one of those programs that has persisted for the past 25 plus years is Power Rangers. Now, if I remember correctly, Power Rangers debuted in my sophomore year of high school, if I remember that correctly. And even though I wasn't the demographic, I was very much a fan of Godzilla movies and Ultraman when I was younger in the 80s when that was in syndication. So that fit right up into my alley with regards to the sort of action-packed sci-fi-esque oriented programming that I liked. So I enjoyed Power Rangers. I liked Power Rangers. I watched Power Rangers even though it wasn't something that was necessarily aimed toward that teenage uh, demographic which I was in at the time of its debut. But Power Rangers is one of those shows that is persistent and I guess we shouldn't be that surprised considering the original Sentai series that it is based on debuted before I was even born and it's still going on today in Japan much like a similar show uh, Kamen Rider or the Mass Rider here in the United States for that one brief season but I wrote an article a few years ago basically talking about how Power Rangers is very much akin to the Doctor Who or the Doctor Who of our generation I am an ardent Doctor Who fan. I have watched Doctor Who since I was a child. One of the benefits of public television, especially in Maryland, at least in Maryland, I'm not sure about other places, is that they show Doctor Who on the weekends in the in the evening, like 11 o'clock at night. You know, yes, why was I up at 11 o'clock at night as a child on a weekend? I don't know, but I was. And there I fell in love with Doctor Who, specifically the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker. Um, it was only after the introduction of the current series back in 05 with Chris Echelon and then everyone else after that that I developed a love for all of the Doctors, not just Tom Baker because before when I was a child if it wasn't Tom Baker I didn't watch it I couldn't stand it 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 wasn't my doctor and very much so everyone if you're of a certain age has a Power Rangers series they have a favorite Power Ranger now most people would automatically go to a Tommy the green slash white slash black uh dino thunder ranger so he is very much a mainstay of the series everybody can identify with him i personally don't have a favorite series i watch power rangers i wouldn't say religiously but pretty much consistently from mighty Morphin up into turbo and turbo really turned me off specifically because i saw the turbo movie in the theaters and i was thoroughly pissed that I spent money not just for me but my stepbrother at the time to go to the movies to see this and it was literally I paid to watch an extra long version of the TV show it didn't have all the production glitz in the 90's era CG that the original movie or the first Power Rangers the official movie had but Power Rangers Turbo was just literally in my opinion 
a, a glitzier version of the television show so I, I was pissed so I didn't watch Turbo I got back into it with Power Rangers in space and then a little bit of Lost Galaxy but by this time I was very much into my collegiate career by the time that these uh, series Turbo and then In Space were on and then matured and then ended and then Lost Galaxy. So I had fallen out of a lot of television watching at the time. And then I went back to Power Rangers with Dino Thunder because Tommy came back. And I watched that series simply because I wanted to see how that would fit into the chronology of the series before. And I think that's that's probably one of my favorite seasons of Power Rangers. But I make the comparison because Power Rangers is very much like Doctor Who. With every season, you have a new cast, you have new stories, and everyone has a favorite season and it doesn't have to conflict with anything else even a chronology they have found ways in recent years to either say that these are power rangers in altered dimensions these are powers in the power rangers in the same di- dimension i believe on uh, beast morphers they actually had jason the original red ranger came back uh, at the time of corner i think it premiere last week or the week before so it is one of those series that has consistently evolved with the times but it is so loved that everybody can find their favorite niche i mean i have literally watched some of ninja Stormwind was on um, i watched a little bit of every series just because i'm a power rangers fan and i always like power rangers and i like the sort of action kitty moralness of a lot of the the lessons of the show which is something i don't think you see in a lot of programming nowadays it's it's very much a throwback to the programming even to this day in 2020 that i grew up on and i think that's probably why i gravitated more and then with the all of the seasons on netflix i've been able to go back and to look at some of those episodes and series that i hadn't watched before and i forget uh i it might have been power rangers in space where they had the feet forever read episode where tommy and jason and all these other rangers came back and machine empire came back which is very much a prominent force um, of evil in the power rangers zeo series i've got to rediscover a lot of those little fan service moments which i think are very awesome for a series that has lasted for 25 plus years much like doctor who going on 50 plus and whether you like what's going on now or not everybody has their favorite doctor who everybody has their favorite power rangers team and with the changes that are going on now with saban selling power rangers to hasbro and hasbro rolling out this multimedia marvel s strategy for power rangers going forward even going so far as to stopping the partnership with um toho i think it is the original rights holders of the super sentai series that many of the power ranger series are based on they're going to be developing power rangers in-house so i'm very interested to see how power rangers evolves over the next few years with hasbro shepherding it i hope that it can find the success that it has achieved or continue the success that it has achieved and maybe even go further because i i think that the 2000 Whenever the last the Power Rangers movie came out, I, I really enjoyed that. It was a whole lot better than I thought it ever would have been. And 
I am sad that that movie will not be getting a direct sequel because it didn't perform as well at the box office. But it was enjoyable. It was Power Rangers. There's so many themes of teen angst and just mecha and uh, <laughs> um, other themes that are just so common that you know you really can't. It's like Pacific Rim. Um, Pacific Rim is very much like Power Rangers, like Evangelion. You know that sort of brand of entertainment does not get old if that's something you like and regardless of what flavor you find it in if that's what you like you're going to enjoy it so Power Rangers is very much the Doctor Who of our time in my opinion what do you think drop us a line at info at or tweet us at WebsterStyle or shoot me an Instagram DM at WebsterStyle or at Sartorian Geek what do you think about Power Rangers let me know we're going to take a break and come back right afterwards. One of the things about Power Rangers is that I'll always remember is that it provided me with one of my childhood crushes. Now, you know, growing up that there are crushes that you have in the media, people, individuals that you are just so enamored with or find so beautiful so cute or what have you and you remember those individuals and for me and especially considering how old I was when Power Rangers debuted for me it was the second Yellow Ranger uh, Aisha played by Karen Ashley I don't know why I just thought she was the cutest thing I used to have a binder full of magic cards and comic book trading cards and I had that one Power Rangers card with Aisha in this yellow dress as the Yellow Ranger which was for me it tickles me now to think of that but it was just really one of those things that I did at that age and you just kind of displayed your geekdom and all of its facets at the time and then it wasn't cool to like any of those things that we like now but Power Rangers also outside of providing a generation of entertainment to kids of all ages also gave me one of my first and really last crushes of childhood and moving away from Power Rangers and Power Rangers lore. Let's talk about grooming. Now, I have been using the Dorco Pace 6 shaver since uh, 2010, I believe it is. Now, they've changed that model over the last few years, but it's still it's the same as the Dollar Shave Club Executive uh, Razor. So it's the exact same one there. And also, if you were in a area where they carry top care uh, grooming products is the same top care six blade razor with the edging tool and the moisturizing strip now I've absolutely loved this razor and why and that's why I continue to use it till this day but I've recently started to think about trying out a safety razor and about two weeks ago from the time of the recording of this podcast i actually pulled the trigger and i picked up a fairly inexpensive uh vanderhagen safety razor set from my local grocery store it was about 16 dollars and change 
and I figured I'd give it a try to see if I was able to achieve a better shave. Now, I wasn't concerned about the safety razor simply because luckily I'm not one or have not been one to deal with hair bumps and ingrown hair to the magnitude where it's painful as some of my other brothers do. So I'm like, okay, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I always have my other razor to go back to. Well, it was a really shocking experience because you are not ready for the weight of a safety razor when you've been using disposable razors or razor with disposable heads for years. It is a shockingly uh, a shocking difference once you pick it up and once you put it on your skin it's almost like you have to relearn how to actually shave and that first time well i exaggerated that it was a bloodbath to speak but i cut myself a whole lot more than i ever would have with the traditional razor i was using however after subsequent shaving sessions and really it only took one session to get used to the weight. I got used to the weight. So now it's very similar to shaving with my uh, pre-existing razor. But also one of the things I noticed, I feel like the, the, the shave is a lot closer. And my skin is a lot smoother as a result of using the safety, ra safety razor. I can't, say, can't speak right now. So I I really enjoyed it. It's one of those things, too, that I constantly have to remember. I cannot press too hard like I'm used to. Even though I'm used to the weight, you still with this regular razor, that multi-bladed razor, you're used to kind of pressing hard. You're used to, you know, doing those multiple swipes that you shouldn't be doing and not being afraid of, you know, cutting a, your jugular or, you know, having, you know, a hard move in your bathroom like you would with a safety razor you know you're not going to press too hard and dig into your skin you just simply you know apply it let the weight do its work and glide across your skin and i have found it to be a very enjoyable shave experience also i feel like it's a bit quicker as well and mind you i'm not doing a full facial shave just more of a shape up around my beard and and neck area so for me shaving doesn't take that long as it is however i feel like my at least cut a few minutes off of my shave because i don't have to go back over certain areas the only difficulty i have with the safety razor is shaving and shaping up around my mustache that is one of those areas that because of its design and its weight and also i tend to especially in the corner of my mouth corners of my mouth uh, tend to be very delicate there so I'm very mindful of not to cut and nick myself so I am not giving it or able to angle it in ways that I need to just for fear of cutting myself when it comes to my mustache area but everywhere else the razor works perfectly fine and is really great I think I have been sold on using a safety razor from now on I still use the other razor for other aspects of my personal grooming, but I think when it comes to my face, I'm going to continue to use a safety razor. And also, I just, like I said, I feel a difference in my skin in those areas that I have used the safety razor. It's, it's definitely a lot smoother and definitely feels a lot healthier 
compared to when using the traditional uh, multi-bladed disposable razor that I was using before. So that's that. That's my experience with the safety razor. Of course, shaving is the only part of grooming. A good fragrance can go a long way to any grooming routine. And this week's fragrance of the week is Power by 50 Cent. Now, this is a fragrance that I haven't actually smelled yet, but it's one that I just purchased, and I'm looking forward to getting my nose on it to give a full review. With Power, you're going to find notes at the top of lemon leaf, black pepper, and artemis, mid notes of darkwood, coriander, and nutmeg, and then base notes of patchouli, musk, and oak wood. Just by the description, it sounds like a perfect fragrance for the fall and, and the winter. Even if the duration isn't as long as some may want it to be, which is what I understand from some of the reviews I've watched. But it sounds like a really good, inexpensive fragrance. Now, I actually picked up a 30ml bottle off of eBay for a little over 6 bucks. So, 30ml, 1ml. So, again... It's cheap, inexpensive, and I didn't really break the bank to try something out. But you could find comparable bottles, even a little bit larger, online new for 13 to 20 bucks, depending. So it may be a real serviceable fragrance for the fall and winter. I will let you guys know next podcast what my thoughts of power are. And this has been another episode of Sartorial and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about common books, bow ties, and everything in between. I've been your host, Webster Style. Feel free to find us on the web at WebsterStyle.com. Email us, info at WebsterStyle.com. Excuse me, WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Find us on Twitter at WebsterStyle or find us on Instagram at WebsterStyle or at Sartorian Geek. Thank you again for your time. Be safe and stay on the floor piling no one girl should fit it all in them jeans so take it up and let me see what's under them scenes oh you want to oh i completely read that wrong